Good morning. Wow, it's Monday, y'all, already, right? And we are on day nine. I pray that you all are being blessed. I pray, pray that you all are serious about your investment, which is your marriage. I pray that you are praying the scriptures throughout the day that you are meditating on what has been shared in the morning. I pray that you are bombarding heaven um, on the behalf of your husband, that you are affirming your marriage throughout the day, right? In, in addition to what we have you doing, uh, there are scriptures that you can begin to speak over your marriage. And I pray that you are definitely declaring the word of God over your financial situations. Um, God would not have us to be broke. Uh, God would not have us to be in a place of Lodabar. Um, and we are heirs to the king, therefore we should lack nothing. Um, so I pray that you are doing um, your part and not just relying on those that are um, our covenant partners and our intercessors in the morning. Um, so good morning, Holy Spirit. Uh, we welcome you in on this morning. We are thankful and grateful that you chose us on this day. <laughs> Many didn't wake up this morning. Many didn't make it through the weekend, but God, you saw fit. And for that, Lord God, we simply say thank you. We say thank you that you are a loving God, that you have not given us what it is we exactly deserve. Uh, and God, we know that that is only because of your grace and your mercy. You are a merciful God. You are an awesome God. And you are worthy to be praised. Uh, today, Monday, January the 10th. But day nine for us that have decided to make a conscious decision to take part in the Win Wives War 30-Day Prayer Challenge. Today we're dealing with, <clears throat> excuse me, this morning we are dealing with forgiveness. So let's jump in. It has been said that resentment, bitterness, and self-pity build up inside our hearts and eat away at our spiritual lives like a slowly spreading cancer. My mother has survived breast cancer not once, but twice. And while the battle was really and truly one of the most spiritually flourishing times of hers and our lives, cancer is still not something I would wish on anyone. But what's more, what, excuse me, but what's much worse than cancer of the body is cancer of the soul. And for a great many people, some of whom are Christians, that cancer comes in the form of bitterness. Perhaps the saddest thing about this cancer 
that hardens our hearts and consumes our souls is that we don't have to hold on to it. We can let go of that cancer and release ourselves from it, from its bondage, excuse me, but simply choosing, by simply choosing to forgive, excuse me, we can let go of that cancer and release ourselves from its bondage by simply choosing to forgive. Contrary to popular belief, forgiveness isn't about forgetting. So let's not fool ourselves with that empty platitude. It's also not about trying to talk ourselves into believing that the person who wronged us doesn't deserve to be held accountable. When you get right down to it, forgiveness is simply about letting go of our hard heartedness towards those who have sinned against us because we know we can trust God to dispense an infinite and infinitely better justice than we could ever hands down. And ultimately the one who benefits the most from forgiveness is the person doing the forgiving us, our husbands, our children, our family members. Who wants to hang on to soul cancer after all? I know you don't want your your husband to hold on, hold on to the cancer of bitterness. So will you join me in praying the scriptures over them and all the husbands of the wives who wore, who are connected to the 30-day prayer challenge, asking the Lord to grant them a forgiving heart. Will you do that with me on today? Throughout the day and over the next 21 days, ask God to grant your husband and the husbands of your sister wives a desire to put all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander away from them, along with all malice, Pray that they would produce the fruit of kindness springing from a heart that's tender. And that he would enable them to choose forgiveness, especially in light of all he has been forgiven. They have been forgiven of Ephesians 4 and 32. Pray that your husband would have a sobering awareness of Jesus's statement. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Ask God to not let him forget the many times he has required forgiveness. Not so he or they will live in self-condemnation, but rather so they will remain humbly aware of their obligation to extend forgiveness to others as freely as they have received it. Implore the Lord to remind them of their identity as one of God's chosen children, holy and beloved, and that this awareness would prompt 
a heart full of compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with others and forgiving them just as they have been forgiven. Pray that above all else, they would put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Ask that his grace, God's grace, would compel them to let Christ's rule, peace rule in their hearts and in their relationships. As he is part of the body of Christ, Colossians 3, 12 through 15, acknowledge to the Lord that the effectiveness of your husband's prayers may be hindered by unforgiveness. Ask him, God, to help them live in a spirit of forgiveness towards others so his heavenly father may forgive his sins. Mark 11 and 25, pray that he would strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Pray that God's grace would prevent any root of bitterness from springing up and causing trouble, causing him defilement and potentially spreading to others as well. Hebrews 12, 14 through 15. Ask God to miraculously grace, excuse me, ask God for miraculous grace that releases your husband from his need for vengeance. Pray that he would live by the following instructions from God through the apostle Paul. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 17 through 21. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, you are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call upon you. Thank you for granting forgiveness so freely to us who are so undeserving. I pray that you would overwhelm our husbands with a fresh awareness of how much they have been forgiven and that they would be able to grant the same mercy to others who have wronged them. Open their eyes to the trap caused by bitterness and enable them to find freedom by following your example. Father, help our husbands be gentle and ready to forgive and never hold grudges. May they remember that it was the Lord that forgave them. 
so that they must forgive others as well. May they practice forgiveness in all of their relationships so your light would shine through them. Make them aware of any unforgiveness they are harboring and cause them to give it to you now in Jesus' name. God, this is our prayer as wives who have dedicated this month to warring on the behalf of our husbands. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Here are seven Bible verses about forgiveness. Get your pens or put it in your, in your cell phones. Ephesians 4 and 32. Be kind to one, one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Again, that's Ephesians 4 and 32. For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly father will also forgive you. That's Matthew 16 and 14. Matthew, that was Matthew 16 and 14. Matthew 16 and 15 says, but if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive your transgressions. That is Matthew 6 and 15. Colossians 3 and 13. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Colossians 3 and 13. Mark 11 and 25 says, whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. Mark 11 and 25. Hallelujah, Wameen, you made it. Luke 17 and three, be on your guard. If your brother's sin, excuse me, if your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Luke 17 and three. And the last scripture I want to give you is this. Luke 17 and 4. It reads, and if he sins again against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times saying, I repent. Guess what? Forgive him again. Let's move to our affirmation this morning. Remember, affirmations are that which is affirmed. A declaration that something is true. A form of self-formed meditation or repetition. 
it's auto suggestions. Proverbs 23 and seven says, for as she thinketh in her heart, so is she. That's why we affirm our marriages, regardless as to the state they are in. When you speak well of them, you begin to believe it. And so it is. Today's marriage affirmation. The declaration that something is true. Our form of self-force meditation is we won't put our children ahead of our relationship. And I added, we will honor and follow God's biblical order of family, which is Christ, husband, wife, children. That's what we're honoring. God's biblical order for family, Christ, husband, wife, children. And then we declare Romans 13 and 8 over our finances today, which says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love and seek the best for one another. For he who unselfishly loves his neighbor has fulfilled the essence of the law relating to one's fellow man. We will not let our debt remain outstanding and we will work diligently towards debt freedom in Jesus' name. Today we decree and declare that we are debt free in Jesus' name. No longer will we use our credit card for things that we could simply use our cash for. Today, God, we ask that you would uh, give us the right mindset as it relates to our finances, that we would not be used uh, in this worldly system to aid and abed uh, the issues that are going forth in Jesus name, but we decree and declare that we are debt free in Jesus name. Hallelujah. For whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Use the wisdom and the principles for which God has given you to govern your finances. God, we seal these prayers our marriage affirmation and our financial declaration in the blood of Jesus for nothing can penetrate the blood of Jesus. And it is so in Jesus name. God, we come against the spirit of poverty and renounce it now in Jesus name. Poverty is the state or condition of having little or no money, goods or means of support condition of being poor, deficiency of necessity or desirable ingredients, qualities, etc. Scantiness, insufficiency, we call poverty void of its power now in Jesus' name. Your word says in Proverbs 10 and 15, the rich man's wealth is his strong, is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. 
We renounce every strategy of the enemy connected to financial ignorance and anti-covenant demons that seek to make poverty and leanness thrive against us, our purpose in life. We renounce every enemy of increase and advancement in Jesus' name. We loose ourselves from all ignorance and knowledge blocking strongholds concerning financial poverty. We renounce every mentality and mindset established in our family's line that causes financial increase and breakthrough to remain at bay in Jesus' name. We renounce all fear connected to success and growth concerning natural and spiritual things. We renounce every sanction and restraint spoken over our lives that would seek to contain us through poor stewardship and financial instability in Jesus' name. We break covenant with any and all verbal agreements designed to fortify poverty in our lives in the name of Jesus. We come out of agreement with every work of destruction, despair, hopelessness, and ruin linked to poverty. We will never, we will, we sever the connections and proclaim freedom over our lives. We decree freedom in the name of Jesus over our lives today in Jesus' name. We come out of agreement with every work of destruction, despair, hopelessness, and ruin linked to poverty. Yes, we, run, we sever the connection and proclaim freedom on today, wives. We renounce allegiance to every taskmaster we covenanted with, and we lose increase over our lives. We lose increase over our lives. From this day forward, we shall walk in freedom. We shall walk in debt freedom, and we lose freedom of finances in Jesus' name. Lord, break the brass heavens over us and the iron earth beneath us in Jesus' name. We renounce every spendthrift spirit that seeks to hold us captive through lack of financial discipline in Jesus' name. We renounce every spirit of fear that rises when economic challenges manifest through systems and governments because of greed on their part. We decree you alone are our source. You are our strength and you are our source, oh God. Lord, forgive us for any and all negligence concerning the seeds you've put in our hands. We repent today for any and all misuse of money in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you for healing in our soul from any and all roots of poverty. We decree you have redeemed us from the curse of poverty and lack. We decree on today that you have redeemed us from the curse of poverty and lack. I need you to say it. You, we decree and declare that you have redeemed me, Denise, from the curse of poverty and lack 
in Jesus' name. We decree and declare, Lord God, that you have redeemed me. You have redeemed us from the curse of poverty and lack. You have redeemed us, Lord God, from the curse of poverty and lack. You have redeemed us, Lord God, from the curse of poverty and lack. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we shall walk in it from this day forward. God, we thank you that you have redeemed us from the from the from poverty, from the curse of poverty and lack. In Jesus' name. Ha. Glory to your name, God. God, we thank you, Jesus. We glorify you. We glorify you. Yeah, I'm waiting on you to say it. God, we thank you that you have redeemed us from the curse of poverty and lack. Come on. For as she speaketh, so is she. As she thinketh, so is she. What is coming out of your mouth? Life or death. God, we decree and declare, yeah, Vernette, that you have redeemed me from the curse of poverty and lack. Yeah, Juanine, we decree and declare, Lord God, that you have redeemed us from the curse of poverty and lack. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it is so. In Jesus' name. God, on this morning, we pour everything out, Lord God. We pour it out at your feet. We pour it out at your feet. Yes, evangelists. God, we thank you that you are breaking the curse of poverty and lack in Jesus' name. Yeah, Priscilla, thank you, Lord, that you have redeemed me from the curse of poverty and lack. God, we thank you. Yeah, because you have redeemed us from poverty and lack of all the wives who wore and our spouses. And it is so in Jesus' name. Yes, Tina, thank you, Lord, that you have redeemed us, me, from poverty and lack. Yeah, Janelle, in the mighty name of Jesus, and it is so. Thank you, Lord, Janelle, for, re for redeeming me from poverty and lack. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, to be in your presence. God, we decree and declare victory over our marriages as we prepare to leave this place, but never from your presence. God, we release elevated levels of submission over our life. To serve and honor our husbands, we break all demonic inspired programs against our marriages and we root out all strategies of failure on today. We are walking under an open heaven. God, we thank you that the heavens have been open to us on today, God. And we're asking that you would pour down on us in Jesus' name. Pour it out on us, Lord God. We decree honor for, for the vows we made towards our spouse in Jesus' name. We decree our marriages thrive because we honor our covenant with God and our covenant with each other. And it is so in Jesus' name. Go and be great, remembering that you have decreed and declared that the covenant that you made with lack and poverty has been broken 
from your life in Jesus' name. Desperate 